G'day, it's Ben Davis. Thanks for catching up on Mornings here on SENQ. But you know what? You can also catch up some great content with other SEN shows, such as Brekkie with Patty and Heels, The Captain's Run with Cameron Smith and Denon Kemp, all on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. But until then, sit back and enjoy and make sure you tell your mates. Host Plus has been named Super Rating Super Fund of the Year for 2023. That's a plus. Issued by Host Plus Proprietary Limited. Check the PDS and TMD at hostplus.com.au. This is Mornings with Ben Davis on SENQ. 20 away from 10, thanks for your company. 23 degrees today in the best city, in the best state, in the best country in the world. But in saying that, we are going to head overseas right now. Uh, Someone who is, well... Brisbane born and bred, uh, Queensland, Australian, uh, and the perfect person to talk to right now on a day where so much is happening in the Olympic space, the athlete space, and the Commonwealth Games space as well. I speak none other than Natalie Cook, gold medalist from the Sydney Games, uh, and also part of the Brisbane Organising Committee for 2032. Nat, very good morning to you. We find you in Singapore this morning. What takes you there? Yes, Benny, good morning. I did hear the greatest state, the greatest place in the world is Queensland, but I am here for a new partner meeting for Deloitte. I do a bit of work for Deloitte, who, of course, have become a top sponsor for the International Olympic Committee and are sponsoring the Olympic and Paralympic Games for the next 10 years. So I'm infusing the Olympic spirit into 900 new Deloitte partners from all over the world. So it's a pretty exciting day. <laughs> it is, Nat. And, and with the big news happening in the last 24 hours, we, we've been talking about it for some time, but cricket is now going to be part of the Olympic Games moving forward. Yeah, the T20, what a great game that is to watch. It's so exciting. So the Aussies are very good at it. So it's a great <laughs> opportunity for us to win more medals, which, of course, we're all rubbing our hands together. Um, and we saw the girls and the World Cup and, and fill the MCG as well. So we, we know that, um, of course, it's in LA. We've got a lot to do before it, it, it may have its opportunity for Brisbane. But we're pretty hopeful uh, with my athlete hat on that, that we think it might make it to Brisbane as well. All right. Well, saying that, any idea at this early indication where games may be played? No, we haven't uh, seen any of that yet. The IOC obviously have met in India uh, this week and, and have approved those new five new sports, which, of course, you see squash getting a leg up and, and flag football and lacrosse and baseball and softball back. So I know some of my baseball softball friends back at home uh, are super excited to be back on the roster. So I I'm not sure where they're going to put it all. Um, obviously, the US is not known for its cricket stadiums. So that'll <laughs> be an interesting thing for them to have to work on. No, that's very true. When it comes to Brisbane, though, and again, this is, you know, being part of the organising committee and uh, director of that, is there, is there a, a, a feel or a gut feeling to keep it centralised? And when I say centralised in southeast Queensland, we're hearing talk of taking it around the state to the regions, maybe Townsville, Mackay. Could it even be played at the Gabba, Nat? Oh, Benny, you're stretchy. You're poking at it here now. Like my director had on, um, I have to leave that to Mr. Andrew Liveris and Cindy Hook to speak about. But for my a spectator hat, <laughs> I would love to see, as a Townsvilleite myself, I would love to see um, this spread around the, the great state. We were in Townsville for the recent organising committee board meeting mm. last month. And uh, Jenny Hill, the mayor up there, is super excited to get as much action as she can, and to show off this great state. I know the Premier's excited to spread um, 
the wealth of sport and the wealth of the economy uh, around the state for the Olympics and Paralympics as well. So lots to do, Benny. Lots of people that the, all of the Queenslanders should put their hand up and say, we want more action up here and uh, see what we can do. Well, that's what I wanted to get a feel for, Nat, to see if it had been spoken about at at, at the level of the organising committee, because we've been hearing for some time that it's been on the cards and we know that, well, it's it's been, well, 1900, Paris 1900 was the last time cricket was in the Olympics and there's been a push on for the best part of a decade and a half to, to get it into the Games. I mean, it's such a it's such a, a boon for the Olympics to get it into that area of Southeast Asia and, and unlock places like uh, India and the subcontinent and get them really involved in the Olympic movement. Yeah, well, for India, India are really good at uh, field hockey and weightlifting and some of those other events. And they were dominating um, decades ago, India and field hockey. Now uh, they're struggling to get probably the medals they would like, but but their population suggests they should do a little better. So cricket um, and Virat Kohli, obviously, let's talk about one man yeah. uh, who has a social media following of uh, more than you and I put together, <laughs> Benny. That's easy. That's so. Easy. <laughs> Uh, you know, I love watching him play too, and the Indians are so passionate about their cricket. And um, to add that to the roster and to bring them in, in the whole of Bangladesh as well and yeah. Sri Lanka, it just adds a new um, feel. It's like Fiji winning the Rugby Sevens. It just brings so much pride and elation to be part of this global sport, biggest sporting event in the world. Nat, I, I, I want you to keep your athlete's hat on at the moment and I want to change tact here to the Commonwealth Games. Uh, I'm, I know in 2026 it's no longer in Victoria. We know Dan Andrews has, has absolutely blown it for Australia and from an athlete's point of view, when, when you have, say, one big meet a year to look forward to, this is a real kick in the guts to some of the athletes I've spoken to. The fact that there's no, at this stage, nowhere for the Commonwealth Games in 2026. The, the Gold Coast have put their hand up to say, hey, we, we can do this. From a Queensland point of view, from an athlete's point of view, is this the right decision for the Gold Coast to be following this path? Well, yeah, thanks. So I do wear several hats. So with my athlete hat on, they're all very devastated to... The Commonwealth Games is a great benchmark pre-Olympics. So 2026 would have been great lead into uh, 2028 LA. Yeah. And given the athletes are practice, I mean, we're very good in the Com Games. There is nothing better than winning to practice winning, right? So that's why the Com Games is so important. A multi-sport event, international competition on our home soil, uh, it, it, that's another level. So Kerry and I, when we played in Sydney, we had the nerves. We were not expecting the level of engagement of the press or the public, which we'd never experienced before. So it's great to get that practice. When Dan dropped the ball in Victoria, like that was totally un-Australian. I was very vocal about that. And so my hat off to Tommy, for, for Tom Tate to go and have a crack. He's put his hand up and said, we'd have it back here. Um, of course, we all know the complexities behind that. Um, and he has to build a co coalition of the willing. Now from... I'm not sure how many are willing to back him, but um, from an athlete's perspective, I think they all would be. They would love to come back to Australia, to the Gold Coast, to compete on a, on a Commonwealth stage. With your Olympic director's hat on, could both events work hand in hand? Could, could it be a nice little warm-up? Could it be a, a, a nice 
Oh, I'm not even going to say dress rehearsal, but is there, could there be a synergy with the Commonwealth Games 26 in on the Gold Coast and the Olympic Paralympic Games in Brisbane 32? Well, it was almost a few years ago when it was announced, too good to be true, that this green and gold runway that the Australian Olympic Committee have talked about was just building itself beautifully. And, and then when the devastation hit that they might not have, well, they're not having the Commonwealth Games in Victoria, mm. uh, there's this, there was a big hole. So I believe from an athlete's perspective, be perfect. Now, of course, there's an economic impact. There's uh, the housing crisis. There's a cost of living crisis. Um, it costs a lot of money to send our athletes overseas. So that's the biggest benefit of having a Games on our home soil is that we remove some of those huge expenses to send our team away. So the Commonwealth Games Association in Australia would be going, we want a home game so that we don't have to pay these exorbitant costs to send a team over to Birmingham, for example, or Canada or, or wherever the games may be. But from an economic point of view and the state and the Premier, the Premier and, and Minister Hinchliffe were, were very um, strong on We've got to keep our eye on the ball for 2032 and we want to make sure, Benny, that they are the best Olympics and Paralympics ever. Now, we've got LA to come off the back of and I guarantee, talking to my mate Janet Evans, who's the chief athlete officer over there and, of course, a um, very successful swimmer, she is doing a lot for the athletes. She's doing a lot for the city and uh, we'll have a huge benchmark to beat. But... I would love as a spectator to take my daughter back to the beach volleyball to watch Talika and Maria Faye on Coolangatta Beach. I would love nothing more. So Tom Tate, go hard um, because someone has to have this sparkle in their eye and their ambition to bring um, the Commonwealth Games back to Australia. But from a 2032 perspective, uh, it'd be great for the athletes. I'm not sure and I can't comment on the economics Nat, well said on bringing the sparkle back to the eye. So in, in Singapore, how are you going to bring that Aussie sparkle into the event that you're about to or the delegates you're about to talk to over there? Well, as I said at, at the top end, the delegates from all over the world. So first thing to teach them the Aussie, 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 right? They've got to understand <laughs> how important that is when they come to Australia for either 2026 or 2032 or in the lead up as we bring in all of these international teams and and delegations to see our great state. Uh, they've got to know the famous chant. And then, of course, the Olympic values. Um, Curtis McGrath is here from the Paralympics. He'll talk to the Paralympic values and how we embed those into uh, the 457,000 Deloitte employees all over the world. So we will now have everyone talking Olympic and Paralympics. Um, and you guarantee the delegates from India, from Deloitte, will be talking cricket. So I can't wait to see that today. And you can rub their noses in at the fact that we actually won a match at the World Cup uh, overnight for, against Sri Lanka as well. Nat, thank you. Aussie, for your... Aussie, Aussie. <laughs> oh, 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 see, Benny, there's always a reason to use our chance. Good stuff. Nat Cook, always great to uh, chat. Doesn't matter where she is in the world. She is spreading the green and gold flavour and the green and gold fever, which we will be experiencing in this country 2032. In fact, we, we haven't been experiencing it much lately, have we, on the world stage? We touched on that last week about how our, well, our, our national teams are, are struggling a bit this year. The netball being the exception, the girls going great guns in the Constellation Cup and the World Cup, but on a national level, uh, outside of the netball and the, the kangaroos flying the flag,
Um, how have the green and gold been flying? Well, we need to get that national pride. We need to get that reinstated. We need to get that reinstalled. One way we do it is around the national anthem. I feel, yes, I'm about to open that door. We'll come back and talk of that just in a moment.